0: What is up, Steelers Nation? Thank you so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. I'm Noah Shrekbine, joined every Monday and Wednesday by my main man, Steven Thompson. Find us on youtube.com slash All Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast today. Jam packed show for you guys as we enter the final week without training camp. We are this close to football, and it feels so good. Le'Veon Bell sent out a tweet again apologizing to Steelers fans reminiscing on the past and realizing that the grass is not always greener on the other side. The hype around the Pittsburgh Steelers continues to grow, and we got to ask the question, is it getting a little bit too dangerous this early in the summer? Uh, The Steelers could find themselves on hard knocks next season, and we'll talk about maybe that's not the greatest thing for television, but could be fun for uh, the fans that want a little inside scoop of Mike Tomlin and company. And then the worst-case scenario for the Aaron Donald trade, has emerged, and we uh we unfortunately got to dive into it. It's a beautiful day in the burg. It was a beautiful weekend here in the burg. How are you feel, my friend?
1: Feeling good, you know, and enjoying these last uh, these last couple weeks before all of our time is consumed by yes. by football season. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, once August hits, you know, like it's nice, it's nice, you know, July, like in June, and you know they stay relatively quiet, so you, like you have a little bit more free time. But on the other hand, like you just get bored. Like you want want stuff to happen and uh, stuff starts happening pretty soon. So I'm I'm excited to get into it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a weird concept of like once November rolls around the end of November, really. You're like, wow, I cannot wait for football to end, you know, but then June, July is here and you're just like, all right, well, football would be awesome right now. This would be it's 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 a weird concept. It's a Mm -hmm. weird concept when you're in it. But we are we're very excited to get to La Trobe. Uh, St. Vincent College is going to be awesome. It's it's fun. I was asked this yesterday at a birthday party. Do you think anybody's uh, you think anybody's pulling out a a grand entrance in La Trobe? What like an AB helicopter? Yeah, yeah AB maybe? helicopter. James Harrison pulling up in the truck in the big eighteen wheeler. Think anybody's got that? It's a weird weird roster for that.
1: I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like oh, I feel like all the guys who would you know do something like that are like younger guys like the rookies who don't like who maybe wouldn't want to throw around that kind of money on like (laughs) some kind of crazy entrance like that. Like, I feel like Najee maybe has the personality for, I feel like George Pickens maybe does too, but, yeah, but I feel like they're going to be a little bit more, you know, I mean, they're still rookies, like still in those first contracts, which aren't, aren't always as big as some of us like, you know, kind of, kind of think they are. So yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if we do see one.
0: Yeah, I, I tried to give the same answer. I was like, I don't George Pickens would be the name that comes to mind, but I don't know if he's if he's gonna do it. I also don't know if he wants that attention given yeah. to him. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, like A B loved it, man. He pulled up yeah. in that helicopter, he's just like, Look at me, everybody look at me. James Harrison loved it, you know. I don't know. I don't think anybody I don't think anybody's gonna do it. Cam Hayward, maybe, but he just he pulls up in with a, a suitcase, one suitcase and a pillow. <laughs> every year he's just like all right let's get to work so i don't know it's gonna be tough all right let's talk current pittsburgh steelers as we approach this final week before training camp we'll start with Le'Veon bell who had a very interesting tweet the, the other day again once again apologizing to the pittsburgh steelers once again admitting that the grass isn't always greener on the other side it's been a uh two three months now since he went on the the steel curtain or steel here podcast and talked about his time in pittsburgh and how he wanted to come back then he, he sends out a, a bit of an apology to the pittsburgh steelers we'll check it out here real quick
1: I never apologize to the fans for really sitting out or
0: leaving the Steelers I never apologize so I'm gonna say I apologize for leaving leaving the best damn fans there is in this damn world I shouldn't have left
1: I apologize I should never have left. I apologize. That's my fault. That's on me. I never
0: apologize to the fans. Never apologize to the fans. I had to apologize to the fans. Shouldn't have never left. That's on me. It keeps going. I think the toughest part here is like you look back and the 180 by Le'Veon Bell since everything kind of falling apart has been very drastic. You know, you heard that again, though. What uh, What were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just. I don't know. I think ultimately it's just sad how things ended, um, yeah. like for everyone involved. Like, I get it. Le'Veon got his money. Steelers moved on. I guess they found capable replacements and, and everyone just kind of, you know, moved on. But I don't know. He was a really good player. I I, I remember at the time thinking, yeah, he's doing the right thing. Like, he's got to go get his money. Like... Yeah, this uh, careers in the NFL, especially especially for running backs, are, are pretty fleeting. Like he didn't owe the Steelers anything. Like this is, I I think he made the right move at the time, but still, it's just like there was so much potential, um, you know, on that team. You know, if he if he was more willing to to come back for come back to the Steelers, if he was willing to play again, if he was was on that team, and Ab and Ben and him stick together. Uh, they probably could have done some special things, uh, but yeah, it's just like, and it's just, I think sad just to see him have to like, kind of, I guess, eat crow. I don't know if that's the right term for it, but just yeah. express his regrets and like show those regrets and acknowledge them. Um, that's just a sad way for a good player to go out. And I think he, I don't know, I, I, I think between the potential lost and just, you know, how bitter the ending was for, for him in Pittsburgh, that's just. That sucks. Like, that, I don't think anyone enjoyed, like, I, I don't even see, like, Steelers fan, like, Steelers fans, like, relishing seeing
0: mm-hmm.
1: Le'Veon, like, lead the league, you know? I think it was just yeah. ultimately sad for, for everyone.
0: Is that what it was like on the other side of that, when, when the whole contract situation was going down? Because I, I only experienced it from the Pittsburgh Steelers side, and I kind of had a foot in the door, so I had to be, you know, somewhat neutral about the situation. From the other side, did it look like... It was what were your, was your was your thought of it like? Hey, you know, Bell, this is, this is Bell, Bell, go get your bag.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that's how I kind of thought of it. I was, I so he ended up getting less money than what the Steelers less money, more in.
0: guaranteed.
1: Yeah, and so, I I, I I'm, I always kind of fall on the side of like, yeah, you got to go get your money. Like, yeah. you know, he the guaranteed money was what he was hung up on. So, you know. He got what he wanted ultimately, um, yep. but I, yeah, I was, I I was kind of on Bell's side, I guess you could say. Like I thought okay. he made the right move for himself. I thought that was, that was what he should have done, and that's what he did. Um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like who knows how it would have shaken out if he, if he had stayed with the Steelers. But yeah, I was. I was. I also did at the time have a. Uh, there's a guy I knew from high school. who was a big Steelers fan, and I just he was he was so bitter about it. Like he was so <laughs> mad at at Bell for like wanting to leave and like kind of holding the Steelers over a barrel a little bit. And yeah. uh, and I don't know. I he was. I mean, we're all uh, we're all obnoxious about our football teams to a certain point when they're, uh, especially when they're good. And he was. He was also pretty obnoxious about the Steelers. So I I kind of did enjoy, you know, I was like, yeah, Bell, like, you know, make
0: this guy suffer. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. let's you know. um, <laughs> go get your bag. I agree with that, though. Like, I'm always on the side of the players getting paid. I think that your NFL lifespan is already super short and you put your body at risk enough. Go get your money. Being on the inside, it's interesting you for you to say that because every Steelers fan was exactly like the kid that you knew. It was. <laughs> This guy stinks. I can't believe he's doing this. You know, what a selfish individual. Now that I'm, you know, removed from the situation, I will say this. I don't think Bell was selfish in the fact that he wanted to reset the market. I think that was a smart decision. I think it was the beginning of the downfall of a running back in the NFL, and he wanted to put that on himself and kind of ramp that back up, and I appreciate that, and I I think that that should be respected. I think everything that he did that went along with that, he was too extreme. You know, he took the like, I don't have I'm not a remove all of your pictures from social media guy to say that I want a contract extension. I think that that's ridiculous. Like, I just don't I don't understand that. I never like when Kyler Murray Murray did it and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, he's done. And then it was like, no, this is a tactic to just get an extension. I'm like, why? Like, what are you, what is the, what is the message here? Um, That can't be said to anybody in a meeting privately. Bell went way beyond that. Like he dropped a whole album, dissing the Steelers, dissing everybody else. Uh, He called himself, you know, the, he, he, he made it very well known that he believed that the city of Pittsburgh made him a villain and that he did not make himself a villain. And I think he did make himself a villain. I think that he took those steps to. And my thing is, if he went about it just quietly, you know, like or like loud enough that other teams wanted to pay him, but it wasn't a controversial situation outside of, you know, like what Saquon Barkley and and Josh Jacobs are going through right now. Like at some point, both of these guys will get a boatload of money. It might not be with the teams that they're currently on, but they'll get paid at least Saquon, I believe. And that could have been Le'Veon Bell in an easier situation because the running back market was still valued a little bit more. I think he took it to such an extreme that you're like, okay, like at some point you got to take some blame for it. But I do like, I think that he, I think he did win the battle there, lost the war ultimately, but it's just like, you know, also at what point, at what point are we just going to like move on? You know, it'd be the end of the Le'Veon Bell conversation.
1: Yeah. It's just like why
0: do we have to keep rehashing this? Like yeah, what happened yeah.
1: happened. Like and, and does anyone like anyone care Anyone Like does anyone No was anyone waiting on an apology from Le'Veon Bell? Like I feel like no, everyone no. had kind of come to peace with with what had happened. It was I mean, it was long ago. It was it was when I was in high school, oh, was, I guess. Yeah, it was like, a long time ago.
0: Long yeah, it was like time five
1: ago. years. That's that's a lifetime in the NFL. Um mm-hmm. so like at this point, like really who cares? Like this is um but yeah, I, I completely agree with that, that there was there was a accompanying unprofessionalism that just yes. made everything a lot harder than it needed to be. Um, yes.
0: And there was no need for it. You know, like right. you could have you could have kept yourself very mild throughout the situation, expressed the need. I think that's the biggest thing is that the argument that we'll get from this from those who say that we're wrong will be, well, he had to he had to bring light. He had to bring this attention. He had to kind of make it a big deal. I a hundred percent agree with that. You had to make it as big of a deal as you possibly could without crossing a line. And he like, he blew up the line. The line wasn't even it, like right. he he full sprint dodge ball, jump over the line, trying to throw a ball and get somebody out last ditch effort, cross the line. And it just, you know, that, that's where, that's where yeah. I think I turn away from it.
1: Well, they're just there. I feel like easier ways to communicate with, like you have an agent for a reason. Like yes. you like you can communicate with your team and other teams in in much easier and like simpler ways than than yep. the ways he did.
0: Yep. Yep. And especially with the Pittsburgh Steelers. If we know anything about the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are you know, they'll talk. They're very in they're very open, but they're very private. You know, and the minute that you make something a big deal publicly they kind of they're like, well, why would we be involved with this? You know, like we're we're an in-house organization and we'll solve things in house and it might not work out, but we're going to do it our way. And and Bell didn't do that, you know, so the grass is not always greener. Like you said, like, I think everybody's moved on and like. I mean, I think the next question is like, will Le'Veon Bell like ever be back, you know, because if there is an argument that he's at some point belongs in like the Ring of Honor or the Hall of Honor, excuse me you know, does he, does he come back for that? Do the Steelers like at some point welcome this guy back to their organization?
1: I, I think there's a, there's a world where like enough time has passed that everyone's like, all right, who cares? Like, and he kind of privately makes his amends with, with the Steelers as an organization. Um, Mm -hmm. Just if you're the Steelers, like you kind of got to do some, gauging of public opinion like is Le'Veon yes. bell something that the fans is someone that the fans are going to respond to when you mm-hmm. have whatever ring of honor ceremony at whatever game or whenever um like is he just going to get booed like you don't want that <laughs> either like that's
0: <laughs> could you imagine ab get booed you think ab'd ever ever get you think they'd ever welcome ab back? yeah I, i'm sure ab would love to i i bet eventually like ab would
1: love to come back but they are not i you can't touch ab if you are the
0: if no. you are the Steelers, like you can't no chance, yeah. no chance. You have to put him in the, in the hall of honor though. Right? No, but maybe not. Do though. you? It's the hall of do honor. You. I don't think yeah. you do.
1: Like, no, it, obviously the football qualifications like are all there, but yes. I, I think there's too much off the field stuff for you to, for you to even consider for any NFL team to consider touching. Antonio Brown in kind of any capacity,
0: <laughs> like any team, not just the Pittsburgh Steelers welcoming him for a halftime ceremony. That would be awesome. I would love that locker room beforehand, that locker room session beforehand so much. Yeah. I would love the speech. I would love the arrival. Yeah. Oh, That's the play. thing, because it would be, it would be the AB show. It would. Oh gosh. Yeah. It would yeah. be wild, wild, yeah. wild. He would definitely take a jab at whoever the current wide receivers are. Be like, yeah. ah, I'm just saying, man, like, I would probably go out there and still play better than these guys. Like, and it would be, it would be so yeah. awesome. It'd be so awesome. All right, let's talk next. I guess the biggest news, the, the biggest uh, headline would be the Pittsburgh Steelers potentially being on the ballot for hard knocks next season, because at this point, I mean, I don't think anybody in the NFL wants hard knocks. The fans enjoy hard knocks. I like, I like watching hard knocks, but at, as someone who is involved and knows how these players and these coaches feel about these things, I can tell you that they don't like when I'm in the locker room. They don't like at all when Hard Knocks is following these guys around for an entire training camp when they're trying to get moving. Fellas, have you ever wished that you were a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder, but her profile says must be over six foot. Maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it'll make her taller than you. Well, I have the short kings covered with today's sponsor, Konzuri. Konzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone knowing. Look, girls get heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence, too? We're all the same height laying down anyways, if you know what I mean. For a limited time only, our listeners get an extra 15% off your order with our code ALLSTEALERS at Konzuri.com. The site is already 30% off, and with our code, you get an extra 15%. That's 45% off your entire order. Support our show and check them out at C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com and use our code ALLSTEALERS. I love these shoes. I wear them all the time because I am only, I mean, I tell people I'm 5'8 on a good day. These make me at least 5'11, pushing six foot. I've never felt taller in my life. Not only. Do Kanzuri shoes make you up to 2.8 inches taller, but they're also incredibly stylish and comfortable. These are not old man Velcro shoes. You'd get compliments on your Kanzuris even if they didn't make you taller. They have styles for every occasion too. Smart, casual, sporty, you name it. The height insoles are actually built into the shoes, so no one can tell you're getting a secret height boost. The brand is also hidden on the shoes and on the packaging. It's really the ultimate height hack. Life's short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up your playing field, boys. Maybe update that dating profile to six foot. Kanzuri's is an absolute game changer when it comes to your dating life. On top of 30% off the entire site, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount at Kanzuri.com with the code stealers. That's a total of 45% off your order. Use code allsteelers at Konzuri.com. Go to conzur I.com with our code All Steelers. When I want to get high, I put on a pair of Konzuri's. The New York Jets were forced into it this offseason. They're not fans of it. Next year, if the Pittsburgh Steelers do not make the playoffs, that is back-to-back years that they do not make the playoffs. They do not have a new head coach, and it's probably assumed that Mike Tomlin is not going anywhere. They could be on the ballot, they could be selected. I think it's a hard argument if if Hard Knocks is forcing teams into this at this point, if the NFL is just saying this is who we want, this is what's happening, it's a hard argument to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers are not top of that list no matter who else is on there, especially with teams that haven't made the playoffs the last two years. The Steelers would probably be number one. Right. Pittsburgh with Hard Knocks. I mean, I don't even what would you even expect from that? I think it would be
1: supremely boring television that <laughs> people would eat up quite honestly like yes. at least people in this city I think would would love it like obviously like there's just a big enough following that and, and the the Steelers are enough of like a national and I, I guess you could say global bl- brand that like mm-hmm. that makes them a real attractive candidate from a from someone as someone who's not a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers like I think this would be very boring television. Like I, I'm just not, and that's that's good for the organization. Like they don't have any outlandish personalities. Like Mike Tomlin would give you would be good for a couple like funny scenes where he's like coaching people up and like yeah, has yeah, some yeah. one liners that are nice, but like. TJ Watts not going to like, he's Kenny Pickett's not Aaron Rodgers. Like at least, like at least the Jets might not like having them around, but Aaron Rodgers is going to give you like him and sauce. I think their relationship's kind of funny, but like, um, yeah, like Aaron Rodgers is going to give you some, some funny moments. He's going to at least be a little eccentric. Like I I don't, I can't think of anyone on the Steelers who would deliver a kind of similar entertainment value.
0: No, I think that maybe George Pickens would be fun to watch. Kenny Pickett is the most boring interview of all time, and he gives you nothing. Like, he doesn't walk around, like, make jokes or anything. Like, he just walks and does his thing. Mm. Mike Tomlin would be great television, but at some point, like, you need other things besides Mike Tomlin. Cam Hayward might be the only one I could think of. Like, Najee would hide. He would never talk, even, almost never show face to these cameras. He would do everything he could to avoid these cameras. Um, TJ, just like you said, TJ Watt wants nothing to do with this, not even minka fitzpatrick wants nothing to do with this at all and the rest of them is like there's just nobody else there's nobody in pittsburgh that you're sitting there and going okay we need a superstar to represent this team on hard knocks the way that aaron Rodgers and all these there's nobody in pittsburgh that's going to want to do that there's not there's
1: not even like a there's not even like a travis kelsey i feel like who would like No. no, like the best guys to watch would probably be like like you said like cam hayward and maybe zach gentry you said that before we came on like
0: those guys are
1: funny and i think like cool to talk to but not in a oh they're gonna give you a great tv type of way you know like yes. they're they're cold drone friendly and it's like cool to like interact with them but like it's not it, it's it's not the same it's that's not great television in all in and of itself
0: no 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 little moments here and there you know, one hits, boom, boom, boom. Whereas yeah. in like, just like you said, like a Travis Kelsey will constantly give you good television. He will yeah. constantly, like he he absorbs that light. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers but- naturally absorbs that light and he loves it. But sauce, the same way. Nobody yeah. in Pittsburgh, they don't, just don't want that. You know, they just don't want anything to do with that. Most of them are shy guys. Like they know how to talk to the media, but they don't, you know, they do it because they have relationships with us and they're they're like, okay. Like, you know we understand what what, yeah yeah they get what we're trying to do you know what i'm saying like and it's the other way around whereas in hard knocks it's like do something television worthy and you're just like no 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 thank you i'm i'm good and mike tomlin is like you know latrobe would be a really good one and that would be it'd be cool the atmosphere would be awesome but at the same time like dude mike tomlin is not the same person in training camp, that and if we're being honest, like I don't even pay attention to Mike Tomlin during training camp because he's yeah. he's got nothing to say. You know, he 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 gives you very bare minimum. He fully understands that this is training camp and it's not in season. Whereas in like if you caught him like walking through the locker room, like we've seen him, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. he walks into that locker room and he's just yelling, you know, and doing funny mm-hmm. things, and you're just like, oh, this is this would be good. This that you know not you're not going to get that in training camp, you know, like yeah. you're not you're not going to get any of that because it's on a field and then everybody goes and eats food and, and goes their own separate ways and does their own, you know, meetings and so on and so forth. Just bad television, man. Hard knocks would be.
1: And I think this, this year in particular, wouldn't be that entertaining. Like, I think last year you could make an argument that there would be some, like, you know, you got all the rookies, you got a quarterback battle, you know, there was Mm -hmm. some interesting stuff going on. Uh, You know, Jalen Warren, like breaking that, you know, that stuff would be interesting. Um, I can't say the same for this year. Like the roster is so set, like it's really just everyone waiting on this team to actually hit the field and see what they can do against real live NFL competition. And that doesn't happen until I'm not a Hard Knocks guy. I gotta be
0: honest, but like no,
1: until I, I barely
0: watch Hard Knocks. I watched Hard Knocks the in season one last yeah, year. I was good. So
1: do they follow them through like this Jets one? They're gonna follow them through the whole season, or like do they? No, no just training just, camp
0: yeah which is that's where i think it ends like like next year like say the steelers don't make the playoffs this year next year they get tossed on hard knocks and you know i don't want to spend I mean, like it, the hypotheticals of hard knocks for the pittsburgh steelers are slim i get it but say they don't make the playoffs this year the next year the storyline is the steelers are coming back like you know what i mean they're working yeah. it feel kind of like a like a, a last chance you you know like this is it man we got to come back we got to make the playoffs it would it would be so hyped during training camp you'd get two point and then you'd break off and then you have to remember that it's the Pittsburgh Steelers which means they get almost no national attention unless they do something terribly wrong but besides that like nobody's going to pay attention to this team you know like the Steelers fans are going to pay attention to this team and that's going to be awesome but the national like people will pay attention to the Jets You know, people will pay attention to Aaron Rodgers. The Pittsburgh Steelers do everything in their power every single day when they speak to the media to make sure nobody cares about this team outside of playing football. And that's it'll fade off. It'd be HBO, I think, would be making it'd be a good choice on paper. Bad choice. Once they got they just got to talk to me for 10 minutes and I'll tell them exactly why they should not do this. And it'd be bad. I think hard knocks is on its way out at this point, though. Like, really? Yeah, like, how many times can you force a team into this before all the owners at the owners' meetings like, okay, we don't want this anymore. Let's, you know, nobody wants this. Let's get out of here, you know? And I get that the NFL wants it to happen, but the NFL is the owners. So, yeah, you know, Hard Knocks, I I think, is is limited. And Art Rooney could be that one that's just like, oh, yeah, we're done. It's over. That's the end of Hard Knocks. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, he would absolutely be the one to,
1: like, him, maybe not Jerry, like, but he's one of those. Oh, Jerry you, Jones would love it. He'd be like, yeah, Bring him in. Bring Jerry him Jones in. would be like, You can just have a camera follow me around all day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: care. Yeah.
1: Um, but he yeah. would be. He would be. Yeah, no. Art Rooney feels like the type of, like you said, like a little more private. Like that's just how the, the organizations run to a certain extent. And yes. Yeah, they, they just wouldn't want that kind of spotlight. I, I agree.
0: No, I agree. I agree. All right, let's uh, keep it moving here. The Pittsburgh Steelers are continuous continuously getting hype. For uh, I mean, everything. Kenny Pickett, the offense, the defense. Uh, ESPN recently ranked Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt the second best edge rusher duo or pass pass rushing duo in the NFL. Huge hype. Kenny Pickett is expected. I mean, the other day he was named a dark horse MVP candidate by Rondé Barber. Bleacher Report put out the best and worst case scenarios for the Pittsburgh Steelers are for for the AFC North and said that you know the best case scenario is that the Pittsburgh Steelers have one dominant offense. And that the AFC North is a four-team free-for-all and everybody go gets it. Uh, Jason McIntyre, we talked about him, I believe, last week, saying that the Steelers mm-hmm. headed to the AFC Championship game. The hype is incredibly real. And don't get it wrong, we started this two months ago, three months ago, talking about how the Pittsburgh Steelers have everything in line to be a team on the rise. And I think where it's gone from there has been less the Pittsburgh Steelers have all the pieces to the puzzle and more. This is what we expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to do. And we haven't seen anything. You look at all this, you look at all the hype, you look at all the, the ridiculously high expectations for guys like Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, and everybody else. Is it getting a point where training camp's a week away and we are crossing a dangerous line of a pretty significant letdown? By the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well,
1: I think if you, I don't know. I think there's there's healthy and informed hype out there. Yes, that is well deserved. But once, like, once we start talking about Kenny Pickett for MVP and and, and stuff yes. like that, that's where I think you kind of cross over into some dangerous hype and some maybe some undeserved hype because. I think even at this team's best, even at their ceiling at least for this year, it's leaning on a defense that should be work. I I I don't think it's unreasonable at all and you should definitely expect this defense to be a top 10 at the very worst, a top 5 unit maybe at the very best, you know, league or defense in the league, but they're still like the offense has to actually do it. And and yep. you know, when you're leaning on a defense and a running game like yeah, if Kenny if Kenny Pickett is an MVP candidate at any point this season, Steelers are going to the playoffs, they're probably going to win the division. like yeah. But that seems unrealistic and that seems like unhealthy to kind of expect of or even kind of I don't know, you can you if you're a fan, you can dream as much as you want. I'm not going to not going to handicap that, but yeah, I think you might be setting yourself up for a little setting yourself up for a little bit of disappointment if you are expecting that much of this team that is so unproven on at least one side of the ball.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. You got to look at it as a whole and say, could the Pittsburgh Steelers win the AFC North? Absolutely. And I think that they have a better opportunity to than anybody outside of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that's where, you know, that's what the opportunity is, is to dethrone the Cincinnati Bengals and kind of retake the North. The Steelers, I think have a better opportunity than the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. But at the same time, there are huge factors that, could hold the Pittsburgh Steelers back. Matt Canada is still very much so in the front seat of controlling this offense. That's not ideal for anybody and could be a huge, huge deterrent of any success that this team has in 2023. You know, and I think that that's where it starts is well, if the offensive coordinator is bad, everybody on that team's bad. Um, Najee Harris, you're hoping for a lot, But he could give you exactly what he's given you the last two seasons, and then you're looking at the situation going, okay, well, you know, that's it's not an upgrade. That's exactly what they were rocking with a year ago. Kenny Pickett, we have no idea. We see everybody wants to talk about the it factor, and you know, Kenny's got some ball, and he could win in tough moments. I 110% agree with that one. But you cannot go into a two-minute drive every single week of the season and come out winners and expect to do these phenomenal things. You might make the playoffs. You might have an opportunity to win the AFC North 100%. You're not winning the Super Bowl with 11 last-minute drives to win games in a regular season. Your team's going to be exhausted, and you're going to have nothing left in the tank once you get into these big games against teams like Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs or the Buffalo Bills up in Buffalo. You're just It's a bad situation. There's just so many things that could go the opposite way that you're like, okay, let's let's wait and see. I think just like you said, there is some educated hype around this team, and I think that that educated hype is exactly where you should sit if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan or anybody talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a second-year quarterback that looked very promising at the end of the season last year. They have a running game that should take a significant step forward because the offensive line looks way better, and Najee Harris is healthy, and Jalen Warren's entering year two. They just added a huge tight end that should help pretty much all around. They added a wide receiver that should help Kenny Pickett in the red zone. Calvin Austin's coming back, and this defense looks better than it did a year ago. And the defense last year was impressive. On paper, that's that's a team that should do some pretty good things. But it's also a team that we have no idea what's going to happen. You know, because you know maybe Cole Holcomb and the Landon Roberts are not the answer, and in the inside linebacker room stinks. Maybe Najee Harris can't get it going, and this is the year that anything could happen. Maybe Kenny Pickett isn't it. You know, maybe Alan Robinson stinks. There's a million questions. Million questions. Isaac C is 30 years old. Maybe that's troublesome for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You just, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen to this team. And you just have to talk on paper and not like the MVP candidate is like, okay, let's let's yeah. let's calm it down. Let's simmer this, this water here. Uh, the AFC championship games, like, okay, cool, it could happen. And we talked about, like, yeah, there's a possibility. But that's so far away, and we don't know yeah. what's going to go yeah. on. A, a lot of things
1: have to break right for them to really hit yes. their ceiling. And for, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, there's a ceiling and a floor. There's, like, a pretty mm-hmm. high ceiling, and a, but there's also a pretty low floor. And yes, odds are they're going to fall somewhere in the middle. Um, so, you know, it's just... It, like I said, if you're a fan, you can have what how, however high expectations you want to. Like you're a yeah. fan, like it literally doesn't matter. But if you're if you're someone who wants to look at this team objectively and wants to, you know, kind of create some some reasonable expectations for yourself, don't just just temper them a little bit. You know, yes. just like yes. don't go into the season with an open mind. You know, don't don't be you don't need to be a downer. You can you can have your expectations and you can believe that they're capable of good things because they made the right the right moves this offseason at least in my opinion to to make themselves competitive, but I think this season's also about like they were they were a competitive team last year, you know, obviously yeah. like competed for the playoffs and stuff like that, but uh I think this year is just about kind of leveling up who they can compete with, you know? You don't mm-hmm. you don't have expectations of them to make an AFC championship and compete for a Super Bowl really just yet, but You know, you just want them to be right there. You want them to be in the mix, be in the conversation to win the division, to to make the playoffs. I guess you just you just want them to get there right now. Because the other thing is, you this is a super young team. Like in a lot of ways, like there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of meat left on that bone. Like even if you know this season isn't
0: everything that you that you might have hoped for, and they don't hit that ceiling just yet. Yep, exactly, exactly. Look at head into this training camp with open eyes to see where they are minimal expectations and then once the season comes you know like you have to still take everything with a grain of salt and i was talking to you know like over the weekend my my neighbor had a a party i was talking to one of his buddies from cleveland and he he kept trying to convince me that the the cleveland browns are in man they're they're gonna be good this is the season and all i I kept saying was man the browns are the browns the browns are the browns and they would have always been the browns you in my eyes it was like a it was like a delusional outlook on how good a team could be before they're proven to be good. And you got to remember that we are not playing Madden. This is all on paper. Paper means absolutely nothing in the NFL. Nothing whatsoever. Otherwise, Kenny Pickett last year would have been absolute trash because his stat line was as bad as it gets. But instead, mm. we're talking about maybe this guy's pretty good and he's got the if factor. So just like you say, you got you to gotta temper those, those expectations, head into everything with an open mind. And if you're a Steelers fan, have the outlook of, This could be a phenomenal season, 100%. But when it starts not being that way, also understand that there are a lot of moving parts that were question marks that maybe don't work out. And because of that, you know, you got to worry about one side or the other. All right, last thing I want to talk about here. The absolute worst case scenario for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think in my head, when it comes to Aaron Donald, which we talked about last week, Aaron Donald possibly, you know, being on the trade market and both of us agreeing that The Pittsburgh Steelers could and should definitely make a move, and I think that that's an open mind that they will go into the trade deadline with if he is on the trading block. There is another team that also believes that they could be in the hunt for Aaron Donald. That team is the Cleveland Browns. Pete Smith of Browns Digest over at the Fan Nation Group said, wrote an article, an entire article about how the Cleveland Browns have the pieces to the puzzle To make a trade happen, they have the cap space. They have the whole nine. It fits perfectly. Quote, there may be several teams that could add Donald, but the Browns are certainly one of them. They have cap space and flexibility to add more, something they are likely to do anyway with the contract of Miles Garrett. They have picks and potentially even young players if they were so inclined. Not having a first-round pick in 2024 is a potential stumbling block but they could do what the Rams did themselves, offering picks that they have in the future. Meanwhile, they also have a second and third round picks that they can package in a few years if necessary. The Cleveland Browns, while we don't know what would happen, I think there is one team that would be the absolute worst for the Steelers, and that would be the Cincinnati Bengals, but I think that if you were going to put Aaron Donald on one team and upset Steelers fans the most, it will be the Cleveland Browns, and I don't even think that's close.
1: Yeah. I I would have to agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean that defensive line is already scary enough. Having to play them twice, you know, in the yes. same year with a, a rookie quarterback, a questionable offensive line. Even if it did get better, you know, you still don't really know exactly what it's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, don't would not want him on the Browns. Nope. At all, if I was a Steelers fan. No. This is just. I I feel like that having no twenty twenty four first round pick. That's. I don't know. That that seems like a a real big big hurdle for the Browns to overcome if they did want to trade for Aaron Donald. Yeah. yeah. If I'm the Rams, I like I don't know. Why would I not like I, I get like they Pete made some good arguments in there about like being able to trade him out of the division and even out of your conference. So like you really are not worrying about but also if you're the rams like like what do you mean like you're yeah, not yeah you're not rebuilding with like, the what? hopes
0: that aaron Rodgers or aaron donald like keeps you out of the playoffs the next two years before he retires like yeah right. I agree yeah but
1: like also i don't know i'd go somewhere where i can get a better pick immediately because i also think even if the browns aren't what we what some people think they are or what they can be on on paper that pick is not you know any of their picks are not going to be great they're going to be like mid mid first round like they're not yeah you're not getting into the top ten with the Cleveland Browns pick, I don't think.
0: No, no, but I don't think you're getting up there anyways. Like, I'm, I agree with the first round pick. I think that's a huge hurdle that they might not be able to overcome, and I think that that's like a stumbling block. Yes, a major, possibly breaking point. Yes, but I do think that you know nobody, nobody in the top ten is trading for Aaron Donald, especially yes. in Week Eight. You know, it's going to be a team. That's pushing for the playoffs, really thinks that they have a shot, really thinks that they have the team, and he's like the missing superstar to, to, you know, rise them to the top and so on and so forth. So I think that you are getting a back end first round pick, which I mean, like maybe helps them. But at that point, if the Cleveland Browns are looking for Aaron Donald and it's week eight and you're only offering a second round pick, that's like essentially almost a third round pick. And like you're, yeah, you know, man. you're, you're the back half of the second round is where you're going to start. With Aaron Donald, then are you gonna give up a first in the future? Are you giving up multiple firsts in the future? You're giving up young guys. Like I think our conversation with the Steelers was they do have the trade pieces, they do have the guys in place to make a trade possible. They also have the picks, but I think it's a happy back and forth where you could, you know, maybe just offer a first round and a player or a first and a second, or you know, first in a future. But to to have to package things around a second round pick means that you're giving up quite a bit and yeah. you know that's a that's a scary situation but at the same time Miles Garrett Zadarius Smith uh, who else is on this roster right now it, it's oh Davlin Tomlinson I forgot that they signed him this off season and then you add Aaron Donald to that mix i mean i don't care how good the steelers offensive line is that is yeah that is awful that is a very yeah. very scary situation yeah and
1: when are the I i don't have the steelers schedule in front of me but they play i feel like a lot of their
0: Got divisional
1: it. games are like backloaded you know like
0: oh yeah because oh, like because
1: yeah. they might get the browns like twice after the trade
0: deadline if i'm not they so they get they do get them they get them week oh, two no, yeah. yeah week, yeah, yeah, week yeah. two is a monday night game um they'd call they'd go so one two three four five so week seven they would play the Rams. So they'd probably have to play Aaron Donald. And then if yeah. he's traded to the Green Bay Packers, they play him again like four weeks later in Cleveland on a on a Sunday afternoon game. So they could face Aaron Donald twice in a in a span of like four weeks, three weeks. Yeah. That would be that'd be bad. That'd be yeah, terrible. That'd be bad. Yeah, yeah, and
1: then he goes, yeah, he you face him once, that's bad enough, but then he would go to a better defensive line where you have yeah. less you can allocate less resources to block
0: him. That's and have that's three weeks idea. to accommodate himself to the team. So it's not yeah. like he's like fresh, like ah, you know, limited snap count, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Like, no, you're this is you're getting full, a, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're getting, getting full, full Aaron Donald in the mix of Miles Garrett, Davlin Tomlinson, and Zadarius Smith it would be highly un, unlike or a highly Ideal for is that the word for the Pittsburgh Steelers? And then you probably have to play them in the playoffs too. Because if you're trading for Aaron Donalds, you believe that you're getting into the postseason. I mean, that would suck. That yeah. would, and then just for Pitt fan, I mean, you, like you know, you know, more than I, like for the city of Pittsburgh, man, to watch him go win a ring with the Cleveland Browns would just be yeah, to do anything about yes.
1: for a, a Pittsburgh native guy stayed stayed at home to play his college ball. And then, like, at least with the, like, there's no, the Rams and Steelers, like, very rarely, if ever, cross paths. So, like, people were able to, if you're, like, a combination, like, Steelers and Pitt fan or whatever, you could, you could root for that guy pretty, pretty easily and not worry about, like, oh, is this affecting my team? No, like, he's, you could kind of unabashedly, like, like, pull for him. But, you Mm -hmm. know, if he goes to Cleveland, that completely turns it on its head. And that would be a
0: bummer. That is the. That is the worst case scenario. You know, like I grew up and there were like the Baltimore Ravens got me angry, like just like, oh, I I cannot like I like that's the game where you're like, you know, like uh, upsettingly I was a child, but like you're like punching walls and, you know, throwing stuff and you're you're very angry during the Baltimore Ravens games, Cincinnati Bengals games. You just like hated them because they were at the time. they were very disrespectful. They're dirty team. But, like, that's all it was. You were just like, these guys are just, just rats, bunch of rats. The <laughs> Cleveland Browns, man, even when the Steelers just dominated the Browns for, like, my entire childhood, I if you asked me what team I hated the most in the NFL, the answer was the Cleveland Browns. And I think that still holds true today. Like, I think Pittsburgh Steelers fans, there is one team that holds ground above the rest when it comes to just, like, a distaste, and it is the Cleveland Browns. So a possible storybook ending for – Aaron Donald could turn into a nightmare very, very fast for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their fans. And that would just, man, that would be a bummer. That would be, a, imagine if Aaron Donald, imagine you meet the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, divisional round, maybe it's the AFC championship game, maybe, maybe Jason McIntyre is right. And they find the, their way to the, to the AFC championship game. And across from them is Aaron Donald and the Cleveland Browns. And he's the reason that they don't make it to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Oh, he just, sacks Kenny Pickett like
0: five times he is like, oh yeah you know, yeah like eight just like the end of loss. the super yeah. bowl where yeah. he like where he got joe burrow and that was it and oh my gosh i don't even think you come back to the city of pittsburgh like i think that at that moment you're just like there's there's such a different feel for aaron donald that i don't yes. i just hope we don't ever get to experience but right. it's got tossed out there and the, the the cleveland browns will certainly be aggressive if that they feel that's the missing piece of the puzzle but You know, a long way from there, just fun conversation as we approach this last week before training camp. With that, we're heading out of here. Thank you guys so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Talk. Like this video and check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. Find all of mine and Steven's work at allsteelers.com and all of our pit coverage at insidethepanthers.com. We will be back on Wednesday one week officially from the opening of St. Vincent College training camp. 2023. Enjoy another beautiful day in the Berg.